Hi, I'm Penny Nance, and welcome to Women for America. You know, sadly, January is Human Trafficking Prevention Month, which is a huge issue in our world today and even in our country. But we're going to take a moment and welcome to our show, Senator Marsha Blackburn, who we know well and we love, but she is an expert on this issue. She knows a lot about what's happening at the border. And so she's going to share all that with us. Stay tuned. Strong women, smart policy, solid theology, and no apology. You're listening to Women for America, a ministry of Concerned Women for America, the nation's largest public policy organization for women, bringing you biblical perspectives to today's most pressing issues. The following conversation with Senator Marsha Blackburn was recorded on January 10th, 2024. I already introduced you, Senator, but I just want to welcome you again. Thank you for coming on Women for America. I have just watched just nonstop this week as you have really done incredible work standing for the least of these. I mean, we have all been disgusted by what we've seen about Jeffrey Epstein. I started reading about it, you know, a few years ago when, frankly, our Department of Justice blew it and did not charge him with human trafficking. He would have served 20 years. Instead, they uh, allowed him to only serve 30 days in the county jail and get out for um, work, for a work pass, work release. And then, of course, he went on up to New York and continued to do the same. But I'd love for you to just tell our listeners what's been happening. You're on the Judiciary Committee, which means you have done incredible work on uh, the justices that were recently were confirmed under the Trump White House. You have been a leader in fighting for the born, uh, pushing back against Planned Parenthood's, frankly, criminal acts. Um, And then here again, again, you are always have the right, you're always fighting the right battles, Senator. Tell our listeners what's been going on this week. Oh, indeed. And it has been a busy, busy week. And for all of your listeners, your audience, I would say Happy New Year. 2024 is going to be a very busy year. And indeed, we have been working on the human trafficking issue. I'm the top Republican on the Human Rights Subcommittee at the Senate Judiciary Committee. And in this capacity, we have done a good bit of work on the human trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, foster child issues, and making certain that this country is safe for women and children. And Uh, This issue around Jeffrey Epstein actually popped uh, to the top as Senator Durbin was saying he was going to subpoena individuals that were around Justice Thomas and Justice Alito. And I said, well, if we're going to get into subpoenaing private citizens, then I've got a couple of subpoenas I would like to get. And of course, as we have fought to uncover this unseemly evil network of human traffickers and sex traffickers. And you know, Penny, this has exploded in the last few years. Homeland Security gave us the number of $500 million a year. That was Mm. how they valued the human trafficking industry in 2019. Oh my goodness. Today, it is $150 billion dollars a year now think about that, that's startling explosive growth 
Well, who has been the most high profile, high dollar, wealthy networked human sex trafficker in the country? It's Jeffrey Epstein, and we've not been able to get his flight logs, Jelaine Maxwell's little black book. We've not been able to get the video that the FBI has. We have not been able to find out why they've not moved forward on information that the victims and survivors of the Epstein trafficking ring had for them. They've been slow to move forward on that. So I want to subpoena all of this information because it is imperative that we break these trafficking rings apart. It is imperative that law enforcement have the tools they need to go after these rings. And that means we need to get more of this information. Just yesterday with the last tranche, of these documents from one judge with one trial with one victim. We oh. had information on 170 people. Now, not all of them are accused of wrongdoing. Some of them, their names were mentioned uh, in questioning about Jeffrey Epstein and his, his friendship. Some people were accusing Epstein and Maxwell of wrongdoing. And then there are people in there that probably witnessed wrongdoing, but did not report it. So finding out who all was associated, affiliated in some way in Jeffrey Epstein's orbit, it helps us to do a couple of things. Number one, it will help us to get justice for these victims and survivors. Mm -hmm. And we need to make certain that if they want to tell their story, they are able to. If they want to sue his estate, they are able to. That their anonymity can be preserved. That they feel like there are people that will be there to support them mm -hmm. as they finish working through this process. And Penny, as you know, as well as I do, and I know a lot of your audience does, women who have been trafficked, who have been abused, they're going to carry that scar That's right. with them all their life. But mm -hmm. what we want to do is make certain they get the resources to begin to heal. That's and right. that they can give us information to help prevent other women and children from being trafficked. So that's item number one. Now, the second thing is to get the information of how these rings have worked. As of yesterday, we found out that Jean-Luc Brunel, the French trafficker, sex trafficker, that died in jail in France. Yeah, that's that starting he, to get to be a pattern. <laughs> that he had a, a an affiliation with Jeffrey Epstein. Well, you know, that's a piece of the puzzle that we need. We need to know if the cartels who are very aggressive in the human and sex trafficking business, if they had an affiliation with Jeffrey Epstein. We need to find out from the FBI why only one person, Jelaine Maxwell, 
has actually been tried, convicted, and put in prison That's for right. this human trafficking. So we're continuing to do this work. We are continuing to push for our subpoenas. We're continuing to see what tools our local law enforcement needs. And by the way, Senator Klobuchar and I have a piece of legislation, the Save Girls Act, that would be grants to local law enforcement to work on training, um, to work on rescues of people that are being trafficked. And there are wonderful organizations. Many of our churches have wonderful organizations in Tennessee. We have several that are working on this, that are rescuing these girls, that are bringing them to a place where they can get uh, the type of help and assistance they need. Many of these girls have been put on drugs and they need medical care and attention. So they need that for their body. And of course, yes. their soul, their mm-hmm. soul has to be rehabilitated. Well, you know, goodness, there's so much there. And I'm just so grateful mm-hmm. for the work you're doing. And, um, and you know, it's it's going to take everybody. Because yes. you're, you made such a great point that I really had not been noticing. And that is the exponential growth. You yes. know, this is if where the money is, the evil people will do whatever it is to to get it and to, you know, to use these young women, little boys, little girls. Um, and but what tell me. So tell me about your Democratic counterpart. It, what's Dick Durbin saying about all this? Is he does now, he get let it? Let me give you one stat. Let me give you one stat for your audience before okay. I do that. And it is the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation has a stat they use. And this will make you want to just absolutely throw up. It is that once every two minutes, a child is bought or sold for sex in this country. Once every two minutes. That shows you this explosive Mm. growth. And this is why we have to put up this fence of protection around these women and children. And this is why I'm working on the provisions to protect children online, because we know about 30% of the kids that meet a drug dealer or meet a pedophile, their first encounter online. Yes. It is a Snapchat or an Instagram. And this is why I'm going after social media and working those pieces of legislation. We have got to put an end to this, and we have to break these trafficking rings Yes, apart. we do. We now, do. You know, we Dick all... Durbin. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, on Dick Durbin. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he has twice blocked my request to subpoena this information. And he tried to say, well, it was the Republican men on the Senate Judiciary Committee. I'm the only female that had blocked it, but that is not accurate. And indeed, all the Republican members of the Senate Judiciary Committee have signed on in support of my subpoena request on Jeffrey Epstein. They are totally standing with me. They are completely backing me in this in this effort. And 
you know, I I have said to Durbin, we need this information. He asked me why I wanted this information. I said, why would you not want yeah, this Yeah, that's a great question. What on earth could he and, possibly be thinking? Who is he protecting is the question to, by not yes, allowing that me, out. That's right. And to me, it's not about celebrity. This is an issue of criminal activity, mm -hmm. and it is an issue of getting the information of traffickers that were in some way affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein so that we can begin to break That's this true. network apart. You know, Penny, this is modern-day slavery. It is. It's modern-day slavery, and we have to end this form of slavery mm. we have to put an end to it so it means we need this information because getting it on who was the most prominent the biggest most high profile most networked trafficker will help us break apart some of these other rings well and i i truly believe you know, there are notable names, like, for instance, we know Bill Clinton was on the plane 50 yeah. times. And what I think is very interesting, it, and it doesn't prove the guilt, but he did let go his, he didn't bring his detail, his Secret Service detail on the plane many times, which I find troubling. Um, but, you know, I read this long form piece about how Jeffrey Epstein would get to know these girls, use just Lane to help groom them. And then he would find out what they needed and dangle it over their heads, you know, get them a job, working at the UN. And he would use, he would take them to a meeting with these well-known figures like Bill Gates and others. And in order to kind of show like, look, I know this guy, I can, I can get you a job. Although he wasn't ever trying to help these girls. He was abusing and abusing these girls. We do wonder why people didn't ask more questions. Why are these young women with you all the time? But, you know, you are going after this exactly the right way, Senator. Ever since we've all seen, many of us have seen The Sound of Freedom, and it was an incredible mm -hmm. movie. And, you know, every single one of us, this is the time for the new abolition movement. You, yes. Senator, are an abolitionist in a time where we can have zero zero tolerance, zero tolerance for human slavery, human trafficking yes. is the most despicable. There's nothing more evil. It is such an evil crime that I, we can no longer, you know, wring our hands and dither. This is, has to be the moment we move forward. And I really haven't recently seen anything more practical in the approach than what you're doing. So count us in. We're all in. This Thank is the you. new abolitionist movement. I just recently um, wrote an op-ed in The Federalist on this very point about, and we will keep uh, promoting what you're doing, your work, because you're right on point here. And we really are grateful to you, Senator. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, it is so frustrating when you hear, uh, and, and when I've met with so many parents who have lost their child. And it was because the child met a pedophile and met him online and then started this relationship, mm -hmm. which turns out to be the pedophile grooming the child. And the next thing you know, the child's been taken from the family. And the next thing is they find out their child has been drugged or their child has lost their life. And this is ripping families apart. 
It is just causing loss of life. It is causing so much harm. Uh, you think about these young girls and you think about how they never have the opportunity to really grow up. It is robbing them mm -hmm. of their childhood. So uh, what everything that we can do, any step mm -hmm. we can take that is going to be a step toward ridding the United States of this kind of explosive human trafficking and sex trafficking. Penny, those are it's steps time. that we need to take. It's yes, time. It's, it's the time. right thing to do. Can yes. you just, you got to go, but can you just mention really quick, you've been on the border that this issue is yes. prominent there. Just kind of tie it there to is. that. And then I'll let you go to your next thing. Yeah. I know you have so much to do today. Yes, we do. And uh, yes, we know that the cartels are aggressively involved in this. And the, and what we have learned is about 90%, bear this number in mind, 90% of the women and children that are coming across that border have been physically, emotionally, sexually abused. And oh many of them, and the cartels are global businesses. They brought people from 170 different countries to our border last year. And the women and children that cannot pay to pay the cartel the $5,000 or $10,000 mm -hmm. to come to the border. And bear in mind, nobody comes to that border without paying the cartels. Then they are given different colors of bands that are put on their wrists, that are put on their ankles. And that is how they're pushed into indentured servitude. And they're put into gangs like MS-13 gangs or labor gangs, or sex trafficking rings, and they have to work out their fee that should have been paid to the cartel. Mm. Now, one of the things we've heard from some of the big city mayors is that there's been such an explosion of sex trafficking in their cities, and it's very open. And see, much of that is related to what the cartels are doing. So Penny, for your audience, yes. anybody that tells you we have to keep the border open because it's compassionate. Mm. It is not compassionate. These people are being trafficked. They're being put into a form of human slavery. This is why we need to secure that border. And we need to make certain that we do not allow these cartels to continue this practice of recruiting and abusing women and children. Well, thank you for all of that. And I just wanted you to know, Senator, we will be praying for you and for your thank just you. your ability to to continue to lead on this, but also for your safety. Like you are going up against the really the most evil people uh, in the world. And I am so grateful for you for doing that. You are an incredible leader, a bold leader, and we're grateful to be working with you. So you count us in. Thank we're you. all in for you. Thank you so much, Senator. I appreciate that. Thank you. Happy Bye New now. Year. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women for America. To keep up with the work that we're doing, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and head to our website, concernedwomen.org.